So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. Uh, You know, at the time that this episode is released, I am on a cruise ship sailing the seas on my way to Bahamas, having a great time. So yes, this episode was recorded in advance. We do quite a bit of batch recording. As you can imagine, running a daily podcast over 500 episodes now in just under two years. Uh, It's been a lot of fun, but it does mean that sometimes there's a bit of a delay from when we record to when we release it. And man, I'll tell you, I've had a very busy season. I'm really glad that I get a week off. And the nice thing is that having internet on a cruise ship is super expensive. So I just had a really good excuse to shut down properly and be off for about 10 days. So that's what I'm up to. But I still want to provide you guys some great content while I'm away. And today we're talking about nice guy syndrome which, man, oh man, I did not realize just how much people resonated with this message. And then we interviewed Dr. Robert Glover, who originated the concept, and that episode took off like wildfire. I think that's our second most downloaded episode of all time now. And I've been doing content about it on Instagram. It's been blowing up. Like, it's just been crazy. So I wanted to talk about it here on the podcast and kind of put my own spin on it and maybe get a little bit more practical. Not that we weren't with the interview with Dr. Glover, but, you know, condense it into a 12-minute episode instead of an hour and 20 minutes. So I hope you find some value from it today. Really quick, if you're not following me on Instagram, by the way, I post there every day as well. And I know that you guys listening, you're on Instagram, and I'm going to guess that probably some of the accounts you're following, you shouldn't be following. They're just a little bit on the risky side. Uh, Hey, my account is a chance for you to actually get some cleanliness and some holiness and some purity in your feed. So if you want to do that, Sathya Me Sam is the handle. And again, it's just a chance for you to get some more tips and to hopefully add a little bit of positivity, a bit of encouragement, and hey, maybe some reminders that'll keep you on the straight and narrow while you're scrolling through your feed. So we interviewed Dr. Robert Glover, uh, amazing guy, and he has coined this term nice guy or uh, really a diagnosis, nice guy syndrome. And he went through the four covert contracts of nice guy syndrome in our interview. So I'll I'll put a link in the show notes to that. Um, But what I wanted to talk about today is, uh, is kind of, I guess, just my slant on it. And I want to really drive home the link between nice guy syndrome and porn addiction and other sexual misbehavior. So uh, let's let's start with just kind of the basics. Nice guy syndrome basically is this this whole kind of uh, I guess it would be a system of belief and behavior and ultimately lifestyle where we neglect our needs, we compromise on our own desires in life to appease and to please the people around us. And we end up being nice guys. And not only do we do these things, but we actually wear it as an identity. So we're the nice guy, which means we show up in the hard times. It means that we'll push ourselves beyond our limits if it means being there for another person because we're the nice guy. 
And it means that, you know, we may have an opinion about something, but we don't really share it because that could cause conflict and we don't want to do that. It means that we, um, you know, we don't, we don't want to come across too strong because if we come across too strong, then people won't see us as a nice person. If they don't see us as a nice person, well, that means they have maybe bad feelings or ill feelings or even just slightly neutral or negative feelings towards us and that could be detrimental. And you kind of get the idea. We all probably have varying degrees of nice guy syndrome within us. I am certainly a recovering nice guy and I'm going to share a little bit about that. But here's what I wanted to do today. I want to drive home the link between nice guy syndrome and porn addiction. Okay, you ready for this? So let's think about what happens when a nice guy gets into a romantic relationship. So the first six months, he gets all the compliments in the world. Like the girl is like, man, I've never met a guy like this. You're amazing. Oh my goodness. Like this is like the best relationship I've ever had. You're different from all the other guys. You're so nice and you're so kind and you're so considerate and it's daisies and roses and we're going to live happily ever after. And then somewhere at the I would say probably the six to 12 month mark. It was a little bit more like in the 12 month mark for me in one of my previous, well, really my only previous romantic relationship before I met my wife. Somewhere around that time is where people start to surface. And so the nice guy syndrome is now starting to be uh, replaced or counteracted by passive aggressiveness, bitterness, resentment, hard feelings. Um, And suddenly, this person who used to be a nice guy is no longer being nice. He's making weird comments and he's not being as kind and supportive. And, you know, he's got little jabs here and there and he still does stuff, but it feels different. And then, you know, maybe 12 to 18 months later, the relationship is in turmoil or it's ended or it's gotten super, super messy. So let's, let's think about this. Nice guy syndrome leads to poor quality of relationships. Okay, I give a romantic example, but it's true across the board. Nice guy syndrome leads to unmet needs, right? Because a guy uh, would will prioritize niceness over getting his own needs met. Uh, number three, nice guy syndrome leads to low self-esteem because if you really make a stand for yourself and your behavior were to actually match the thinking of somebody who had self-worth, well, then you would risk not being nice at certain times. So Uh, You have low self-worth, you have relational deterioration, you have unmet needs. Guys, this is the formula for how to develop and maintain a porn addiction. Unmet needs, porn's a great option. Relationship disconnection, porn's fast food intimacy, poor self-esteem, go to pornography, it's a place where you can be accepted and at least, you know, live under the illusion that you have some inherent value because someone else, quote unquote, is providing you attention. So, Nice guy syndrome dovetails into this really destructive behavior patterns real quick. Now, this was the case for me. So I was the nice guy for the first, my first girlfriend, and I was, I was polite. I was considerate. Uh, her dad yelled at me one time because I brought her home late from curfew. It was like our second date, and we were super late. I didn't know she had a curfew, so that was mostly on her. Her dad like chewed me out, and I was just the nice guy about it. Now, that was probably the right move anyway, but 
besides the point. I was I was like the kind, courteous person through and through. And you know, she had a bunch of friends that were guys and they seemed to be like a little bit flirty, but I was like, you know what? It's cool. I'm the nice guy here. I'm just gonna, you know, be chill about everything. I got some questions and, you know, I wasn't like super jealous or whatever, but you know, I kind of probably ruffled some feathers and I thought, let's not do that. We'll just let this play out. I'm sure it'll all work out in the end. And so we're six months into the relationship and now... You know, for me, I'm starting to feel a little bit unvalued at times, like kind of feeling like, hey, you don't always appreciate me for what I do. And, um, you know, I'm so nice to you. But then sometimes it kind of feels like you're not so nice to me, you know, because you're telling me the truth in conversations and you're standing up for yourself. And why are you doing those things? I'm not doing those things, you know, and it kind of became this this sort of accumulating bitterness and resentment. And then she kind of was like, you know, I don't know if this relationship's working out. I think we need a break. And my nice guy syndrome just kind of like flared up. And I was like, no, like we, we need to stay together and I'll do whatever. And, you know, I kind of became ultra nice and that pushed her away more. So we took a break and then she regretted it and we got back together. And like the relationship just became so dysfunctional. And we yo-yoed for about six months and then she cheated on me. <laughs> <laughs> so there there you go like and I'm not saying that this is how all relationships end when you're a nice guy but man it's a pretty good depiction of what happens when you are too nice. Now, let's get a couple things clear. Number 1, being nice as a personality characteristic is is good. Like having a gentleness to you, having a, a peace about you, being kind. I mean, gentleness and kindness are fruits of the Holy Spirit for goodness sake. But there is a difference between being nice and being kind, right? And niceness is not a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Kindness is. So we should make the distinction, right? Kindness is where your your tonality, um, the way you conduct yourself comes across as caring um, and that and with consideration. You are thinking about how what you're saying or the way you're conducting yourself impacts the people around you. However, it is never at the expense of disclosing the truth or being true to who you really are are. It is never, it, it never makes a decision based on how somebody else will respond. It is, it is more a question of, it's not a question of, am I going to say this or am I not going to say this? Am I going to do this or not going to do this? The question is, how am I going to do this? That's what kindness is. So our goal really is to pursue kindness. This is sort of the biblical slant on this. Uh, you know, if you listen to Dr. Glover, excellent, I mean, I mean, an amazing man, very well researched. He's got his doctorate. Uh, he was a pastor before, but he is no longer a practicing Christian. And I would say that was reflective in maybe some of the stuff that he shared. So I want to provide a bit more of a biblical slant. Our approach should be kindness, first and foremost. Kindness is the ultimate pursuit. It's it's what we want to go after ultimately, okay? Um now, here's why we want to do this. When you walk in kindness and in gentleness and the other fruit of the Holy Spirit, what happens is you start to build a backbone. <laughs> Your relationships start to be healthy and you begin to become the person that God made you to be. God did not make you to be a nice guy, but he did make you to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, in case you're wondering why I'm saying fruit and not fruits, you can read that for yourself in Galatians uh, 5. 22, I believe it is. And it says very clearly that the uh, fruit of the Spirit is, and then it goes on to list them. It's not, there's no plurality there. And um, that's another episode for another day. But the point here is we want to, we want to be the, the men that God made us to be, right? We want to have healthy relationships. We want to have good marriages. We want to lead our parents well. We want to get free of porn addiction. That's for darn sure. 
So what we need to do is not just ditch nice guy syndrome, but we need to pursue the fruit of the, of the Holy Spirit. Top of that list in this context being kindness and uh, I forgot the other one, gentleness. So those are the two that we really want to go after in this context, in our in the way we handle our relationships. Now, really practical, super granular. Here's what this looks like. Number one, you need to start saying no. And you need to say no a lot more, okay? I'm preaching to the choir here. Oh my goodness, I bit off way more than I could chew in the month of March and uh, it nearly destroyed me. I need to start saying no more and you probably do too. Number two, Express yourself. Learn to express yourself. Learn to do it in a way that's kind and gentle, but learn to do it nonetheless. Okay, stop backing down. Stop um, holding back your opinions just because they're different or they may not be well received. Find ways to express yourself in a way that is still amicable and still honors the relationship um, because that is the most important thing. Okay, number three. So, first one is say no more often. Number two is learn to express yourself. Okay, number three convey your needs, all right? So kind of a continuation of number two, this is sort of part of standing up for yourself and what have you. Guys, you have needs, they need to get met in your relationships. Do not compromise on them, okay? Be be a team player, you know, be willing to go the extra mile, show up for your friends, do not overextend yourself at the expense of your own value and your own needs getting met. Your needs matter just as much as they as theirs do, okay? So those are my three practical ways for you to really nail this sucker down and start making some progress, you know, not just to ditch nice guy syndrome, very important, but ultimately to live by or to live with the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more about this, you should really go check out my interview with Dr. Glover. And like I said, I've been posting about uh, about this on Instagram as well. My uh, handle is in the show notes, link is in the show notes. Uh, in the meantime, I'm cheering you guys on. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.